0: This is CliffCentral.com The unview, the thin, the rich and the fabulous on CliffCentral.com Good morning,
1: good morning, good morning to you. Good morning, are oh, you you actually saying good it's morning good to, me. to you? How are you were agreeing the listeners? Of course, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. You one you're listening aren't you? Oh, he so said good morning to the listeners, good morning to me and good morning to you. She used to go. Good morning, good morning to you and to you and especially to you. Well, that's a wonderful intro. How are you, Alan Ford? I'm great. How's it, how's it going with you? Wonderful. Actually, it's been such a busy year already.
0: I know. It's, it's, great. it's the 1st of February. We're in the month of love. Yes. I've got 20 days till so I'm 40. Wow. Sure, it's quite scary. Scary.
1: Not, not, actually, it's not, not scary, but a bit scary. and scary It's scary because, uh, you know what I find more scary <laughs> than aging, like your birthday, is seeing people's kids... You know like you see someone They're like Oh you, they had a baby on Facebook And then you bump into them In the shop And their kid is seven And you're like Oh my goodness <laughs> I'm seven years older Than when I saw that baby uh, Well i tell you something I'm just feeling a lot of people You know they say
0: You're only as old As the person You feel I'm feeling a lot of 20 year
2: olds. <laughs> Yo, you know,
1: uh, that's.
0: <laughs> I'm not a lot. I'm joking. I'm being funny. I'm being cute. But, uh, but yeah, that's where I'm heading. <laughs> At least they're legal. Yeah, it's the midlife. Yeah. It, so this is the midlife. The midlife is, because
1: it, it, this, it, it, 40 is your midlife. Yeah, because you want to live to 80. Everyone thinks it's 55, but that's no, if you want to live to 110. Is your, yeah. This is your midlife. So,
0: yeah. yeah, so I'm trying to work it
1: with the what crisis is going to begin. Yeah, what are you going to do? Are you going to get a tattoo? No. Really? No ink? Mm mm. Okay, how about a motorbike? No, a moped. I'd fall off. Okay, <laughs> how about um, geez, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, a new I don't cell phone contract. I don't
0: I, know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Lots of fun though. Lots of fun. Okay, yeah, but it is weird. It the, is, na- naughty the naughty forties. The naughty forties. The dirty thirties to the naughty forties. But I'm still in my thirties. Keep that in mind. Keep right. that in mind. Great show, lined Up, Mr. Rowe. Yes. What's happening? In studio, uh, legendary actress, uh, probably one of the most lauded South African actresses, uh, Fiona Ramsey joins us in studio. Um, in a bit of gridlock traffic at the moment, but she'll be here.
1: You know, she was my teacher for P- Project Fame. For Project Fame, yeah, she was one of the mentors. Yes, know, one yeah, one of the yeah. She was great.
0: She's great. We'll, I love we'll, her. we'll see. We'll, we'll see her now. We're going to do some voices and do some great stuff. So Fiona Ramsey joins us in studio. Also, um, uh, we're going to chat to uh, Sava Osoto. Who's opened, uh, is very famous for his restaurant group, uh, Nonnalinas here in Johannesburg. Now he's opened the little Nonas all over the country. Oh, wow. And it is, it's exceptional. It's, it's one of the best ways I've seen for you to, do, you create your own food, your own pastas, your own stuff. It's brilliant. Nice. And you do it at a counter and you eat and it's just brilliant. Um, it's got to be the restaurant of the year. It seriously is. And, uh, and uh, in a moment's time, I'm going to talk, talk to Taryn Lauch. Um, who's just come back from the Grammy Awards They had the week The Grammy Award week in New York It's the 60th anniversary of the Grammys So they moved it out of Los Angeles And moved it to New York City Where it uh, started 60 years ago And of course she had the most incredible time um, Walking with uh, all the best
1: In the music industry She had one of my favourite humans as a date David Bloch David Bloch Amazing, we love you. amazing person wearing the most epic coat. If you follow him on Instagram, my <laughs> David. goodness, I love Dave. Yeah, it's so sparkly cool. shoes, and uh, and we'll chat about that. And then I want
0: to tell you a bit about the 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 Met. Um, it was incredible. Who did you meet? I, I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a moment. Oh, but that but but because Taryn's rushing, uh-huh. we need to speak to her right now on the line. Uh, Taryn Louch. Uh, oh. uh all the way back from from the the, the Grammys. You just landed last night. How, welcome, Ter. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the
0: show. Well-known uh, media personality. Of course, you're an actress, you're a singer, you're a performer, you're, you're Greek, you're everything. <laughs> <laughs> Greek
2: is the most important
0: part, right? D- absolutely. <laughs> um, Taryn, I mean, it's incredible to get this ex- opportunity to go off to the Grammy Awards to interview people like Dionne Warwick, uh, meet the stars, um, yourself being nominated uh, in an album at the Grammys. Uh, which is incredible, with Vota Kellerman. Uh, Tell us about the experience and and what what were you doing there?
2: Well, Grammy weekend is probably the biggest weekend in music uh, of the year. And what an incredible way to start off 2018 uh, in New York. The Grammys were back in New York after 15 years. They've been in L.A. And um, they returned to New York City, the birthplace of hip-hop, of course, um, after 15 years for the 60th uh, annual Grammy Awards. And the week was absolutely thrilling. I mean, if I if I think back to all of the amazing experiences that we had, I just almost want to pinch myself, starting off with the Round Glass Music Awards, um, which was the inaugural awards. And uh, it, it's an award ceremony for music, for wellness, sustainability, and peace. And South African uh, Grammy Award-winning um, artist Rosa Killerman played a tribute to Nelson Mandela, which was just so moving. got a standing ovation. It took place at the Edison Ballroom, which is the famous, famous New York establishment that has housed people like Celine Dion. Um, I also got the opportunity to interview Tina Guo, who is uh, the electric killist on um, the Wonder Woman soundtrack. She, of course, collaborated with Hans Zimmer, and these are names that you see in film credits and in music credits and on the back of uh, CDs. But just to actually share a space with these people was so incredible. I ran into a uh, local artist, Delez, who was in New York for Grammy weekend as well. Of course, to attend all of those parties and rub shoulders with the biggest names in music. Um, and he was doing a very exciting uh, collaboration there with One Direction, Liam Payne. Sure. And Celebrity jeweler, Greg Una, who dresses the likes of Floyd Mayweather. So, they did an incredible gang of New York inspired uh, shoot in the heart of New York City. Um, I got to attend Dionne Warwick's Living Legend Awards ceremony at the famous BB King Blues Room mm-hmm. to be sitting arm's length from someone like Dionne Warwick, I and mean, she sold over 100 million albums. And has been in the business for fifty-seven years.
0: Incredible! I mean, which I, is yeah,
2: it, which is beyond. You just kind of you can't imagine that these. I mean, and she's a normal person. She's a regular person, very humble. And um, she was there with her son, who, of course, is a very well-known producer as well. You know,
0: um, I, I interviewed her in in uh, Rio de Janeiro. That's
2: um, incredible.
0: And she's she lives in, in in Brazil, but she is incredible. I mean, with hits she like really uh, is. I mean, I mean. Written, I mean, Bert Bacharach, I mean, just, that wrote, wrote most of her music. Uh, do you know your way to San Jose? Oh, <laughs> know, These are legends. This is, and to work, yeah, that's another incredible, incredible uh, experience.
2: Yeah, absolutely incredible. And then, of course, the famous Grammy after party held at the Marius Marquee in New York, uh, where we were staying, which was amazing. The likes of Tesha were there. Um, and just, Amazing, amazing, uh, experiences. Obviously, the Grammy, uh, and the Recording Academy, um, sponsor a uh, fund called, um, the Jazz Sessions. And this is for young jazz artists who are able to work with incredible composers, incredible, um, uh, conductors. And they actually opened the, the official Grammy celebration with, um, with an amazing set, and you wouldn't believe that these are young students that are actually going to go on to become Grammy Awards nominees and winners, and um, just to, to be in the presence of such greatness, it was, it was a weekend to remember, and it all ended with some snowfall, which just tossed off the whole experience in New York City, <laughs> the, gl- the glamour, the dresses, the gowns, I mean, everyone looked absolutely incredible. And Friday night, saw saw um, KZ awarded with a Lifetime Achievement Award by the Godfather of the Grammys, who's Clive Davis, um, which took place at the Sheraton Hotel. So there's just so much going on in the city, um, celebrating good music, celebrating great artists, and celebrating people who have committed their lives to giving us good music.
0: Well, Taryn, it sounds exceptional. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. I know that she's running into you. You're performing, aren't you, now? You're, you're, you're you know, on set now. the
2: hustle never sleeps. That I mean, is you, hard. You, is it you landed
0: last night, now you, you gotta perform. Wow. And I'm perform. so excited. You know, a lot of people say, oh, what an anti climax. I'm so excited. Dancing with the Stars launches
2: this weekend at Hard Park Corner. So, from one set of stars to another, the hustle never sleeps.
0: It never has to. Taryn Nuts, thank you. Well known media personality, thank actress. You for to me. Thank you. It's, it looks outstanding. And you can follow her on Instagram. Uh, Taryn, where can it look. What's your Instagram account?
2: You can find me on Instagram at Little Miss Louch.
0: Little Miss Louch, at Little Miss Louch. Follow her. Uh, thank you. Uh, and of course, a tribute to, to good friends in this world. Um, I mean, this is just magic stuff. I mean, this thank is...
2: Thank you so much, Al.
0: Be good. Thanks, dearie. Dear, bye. And that's uh, Taryn Louch.
1: Oh, this is a... Uh, what are you playing there? I'm just playing a little bit of Dion Warwick. You know, to set the mood. You interviewed her uh, in, in Brazil. I you did. should know this song. Except I can't hear the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's very far away.
0: Oh, this is a good song. Yeah. This is to you, Nathan. That I do believe I love you.
1: <laughs> this is a classic song. This is your first collaboration with Theon.
0: Could you say? No, no, it's my first. But outstanding, outstanding. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, the magic of Dion Warwick and again Jay Z, and to have all those fabulous people. If you think about it uh, In one city In one space uh, You know you just It's about networking and, and that's what I love about it I think I think yeah. it's just
1: New York really is There's something going on All the time I mean we, we were walking Down the street one day Kind of not Not Broadway Well it was Broadway But it was far down Broadway And we came across This little theater And you know who was Performing there Him. Hugh Jackman Doing yes. a, a one man show It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen He put a big picture of Wolverine on the back And he said this isn't me This is how you know me But this is the real me And then he pulled off his suit And he was wearing a gold glittery One piece spandex thing And he brought out some maracas And he did a bunch of show tunes Do you want to hear the, the, the my best New
0: York story? Go I went to a club And I met a very nice looking gentleman And nothing happened Was it Hugh Jackman? No And uh, we went off And um, his name was Jason And we went off afterwards With a whole bunch of his friends And to his apartment uh, On on Central Park Beautiful apartment And we basically had a bit of a cuddle and seriously, cuddle and, and relaxed, and, was there snowfall? No, no oh, okay. no, it was in may it was uh, <laughs> it was in spring actually and um we got up i mean i, I hadn't gone back to my hotel room. um we just sat it was, it was great, and we had breakfast the next morning and uh, you did the walk of shame it was, it was something like that, yeah. um but it wasn 't a walk of shame. it was more like I actually am shamed and the, the buzzer rang, and uh, the bellboy downstairs said um your mum your mum's coming up." And, uh, he said, oh cool, fun. And he, he, his two friends were sitting there. I'll never forget this as long as I live. And they were watching or playing games on the, um, on the couch and in walks in this woman with a hat on and sunglasses. And I am, <laughs> I look and now he's, he's deliberately playing it because he thinks it's quite funny. Right. Um, and we went on to quite a few dates subsequently, but, and I look and I go, Oh my God. I said, "Is that who I think that is?" He said, "Yes, it's my, it's my mom, it's my mother." Uh, and he said, "But uh, mom, come meet Alan. Alan, this is Barbara." And it was Barbara Streisand.
1: You're joking! <laughs> wow, and
0: it was Barbara Streisand, and I was <laughs> in, my, in my walk of shame clothes. So
1: that was and the best bought, thing that could happen she she to brought, a gay man she, in New York. She yeah? bought
0: bagels, and his name's Jason Gould, by the way, um, her only son. And and that was my <laughs> With Barbara Streisand. Sure. She was coming in with bagels at nine o'clock. In the morning Wow mm. That's like a mm. so She got. She went I never get. forget She said Yeah, stink Go and go 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 have a shower Go and have a shower Wow <laughs> It's quite, yeah, quite, quite a New York That's a New York state of mind actually I
1: just can't get over the gayness of that story But not even because of the gayness No it's just, No, it's, it's because, because of Barbara, of Barbara. Yeah. Mm.
0: And Jason is gay So wow. yeah <clears throat> Great guy Actually, I'm still in contact with him Very, very good guy okay. And his dad's Elliot Gould well known actor and uh, you might remember he was the father in friends. He was the uh right. anyway, yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> they met this weekend. We were in the Mum Paddock. G H uh, Mum Paddock, um with Pernar Record. I wanna just describe this 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 weekend to you, this day to you. So Everybody, you arrive and it's, it's, gl- it's glorious. They collect you. We met at one of the exec, uh, Charles Basile's homes. We get into the, the tr- transfers. We arrive at Kenilworth. Um, we get taken in golf carts and we get to the mum paddock. Now, uh, champagne, whiskey, we're talking about shivers, like the best of the best to keep f- flowed from midday to midnight, 12 hours of food, of uh, dance, you know. So who walks in? Is Charles Vandenberg, and then a guy called Scott Parker, who's a two mission star chef, and then Leanne the Liebenberg, and Nicky Van der Welt. I'm just holding something with a couple of names, just to th- start with the name dropping. Yes, yeah, you okay. have been, yeah. Okay, and uh, Miss South Africa's Melinda Bam, and the likes. And then who comes and sits down with us is Rolene Strauss, mm. former Miss World, and of course, that's Divine with Vanna Vessels and her husband, and you're sitting with all these magnificent people. Captains of industry Tony Yengeni uh, Ministers Mayors This is all sitting in one box Okay And It's divine And then Just someone Because why not uh, We've got Dynamo Who comes in And he comes and says hello to everyone And he starts to do magic tricks Yes okay, the, Just for fun You why told not? us last week He's yeah. the most beautiful man yeah, Those crystal blue eyes And So he's in the, Next thing ah It's just so nice Just to because we haven't seen him Because you've just Gone to South Africa We've got the wonderful uh, Demidy uh Peters uh Bedemin and, and she dressed in this magnificent <coughs> beautiful white dress Miss Universe comes in and sits and chats to everyone. Just think about this hold on. And then the helicopter lands on the course. And as this helicopter lands, who gets out the helicopter but Usain Bolt. Wow. And the crowd go crazy. Eight time Olympian gold medalist, the best athlete, the fastest man in the world, hundred meters and two hundred meter records. And you go, oh, this, does this get better than this? You've got Olympians and you got, but you've got our Olympians with their Olympians and our Miss Essays with those Miss Universes and those, it's, it's incredible stuff. Sure. The top magicians, the top illusions, it's all happening. Okay. And everybody's, it's beautiful and whining and dining and you're spoiled rotten. Um, and it, It's one of the, the best events I've ever been to in my life because I'm seriously, I'm like in awe. I'm in awe. And I've done some – I've done the Academy Awards. I've done uh, some of the big events in, in this world. And then Hussein Bolt arrives, and, of course, they have a, bar- a small barricaded area for him to drink. And basically, everyone wants to have a photograph in the
1: box. But you, you know, know You know when Mr. Universe wants a photo with you that you, you've yeah, made yeah. it.
0: But now here's the cool thing. is He takes a photograph with everybody in the box. And he takes a picture with everyone. And then something interesting happens. Is that he decides, he wants to show everybody what his actual passion is. And it's DJ. So he gets up in front of, let's say, 150 people. Intimate. And he starts to DJ for over an hour at this after party with people like Joao from um, uh, Mikasa. Mikasa. Yeah. And all the top DJs. And
1: he's rocking Hussein Bolt. It's <laughs> wow. busy DJ What kind of BPM does he play? I don't know what that means Beats per minute Like how? what's the uh, speed uh, of his just, song? Just, Is it faster it, than everyone else's songs? Uh, very clever very, uh, very clever I was just wondering No, it's it, but it was brilliant Okay But how's that for a day? That does sound like quite a day I had a very similar day when I was about 17 Where? Uh, Morgan's Cat at the Randburg waterfront mm-hmm. I went into the bathroom to take a pee and who's at the urinal next to me? Sean Morgan. Mm. You, you're shrugging. Still <laughs> so Sean Morgan from, from Sarangas and... Oh, lovely. Yeah, you know. Lovely. Famous South singer. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so it's kind of the same. Kind of the same. Kind of the, the same. same. <laughs> A little bit less glam. Alright, so we brought this ukulele in. What are we... Oh, you're going to play something, El No, I'm not i
0: just going just see what the tune is So, uh, uh, what, I think, you know, it's the start of spring I think we need a, a song for I mean, a start of the, 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 the final month of summer And of course, we've got uh, the love is in the air
1: Well, I, uh, I wanted to perform a song for Fiona Not okay. for her, but just in, you know
0: Well, Fiona's arriving at your studio in a moment Let me just get her in Yeah, just,
1: I'll, I'll play the song in the meantime well, you, 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 start you can listen, it goes <clears throat> She moves like she don't care Smooth as silk and cool as air Ooh, it makes you wanna cry She doesn't know your name Your heart beats like a subway train Ooh, it makes you wanna die Fiona You gotta see her I think it's showing at the Nelson Mandela Square Till the end of February Sorry, I changed the lyrics here at the end. I got nervous (laughs) as she came in.
0: (laughs)
3: Thank you, that was beautiful.
1: Ah. Fiona Ramsey, welcome to the
0: show. Well, Ellen,
3: if we, the last time, well, not the last time we met, one of the times, if we'd had a subway in Johannesburg, I would have been here a lot quicker. I <laughs> know, we
0: were just talking to Taryn Louch about coming back from the Grammys in New York and how it is rocking. Fiona and I had this experience where we bumped into each other in New York City. Um, well, do you remember we went for to margaritas?
3: I, I remember we went on the subway right the way down to, um, the South Port. And we went You're to rich. see Remember And we went to see That extraordinary exhibition of bodies Which yes. travels all over all the world right. And um, we spent a long time there We went into Fitch and Abercrombie
0: Yes, I had to go look at the men <laughs> Was that at the closet at the
3: time? I think so yeah. or, or, or stepping, stepping Gently right. And then we, I said well, You know, I love Mexican food And the best Mexican food is That I've ever eaten is in America And you said I oh, know, a great Mexican restaurant We went in and we had a lot of margaritas, margaritas And a lot is- of taco.
0: <laughs> and then you had got a ticket To see a show Yes. Um...
3: No, blue men Actually blue, blue men Man Bl- yeah. yeah
0: And uh, and it was a day That Fiona and I Spent together con- Connecting A
3: memorable day actually, It was actually yes, e- yeah. Gorgeous
0: I,
1: And I, I it's mean, the greatest When you're hungry In a strange city You'll know
3: exactly <laughs> where I know if food foodies, foodies I, know, yeah. I know good food
0: I, And otherwise
1: you. I start to smell
0: gonna, No no But
3: also Those sort of experiences Where you bump into someone At Times Square Or somewhere mm. And the day just unfolds Are always so much Kind of more exciting Than then most Everything's You know You can do anything yeah.
1: And then how did you lose him at the end of the day? No, you had to go see Blue Man
0: oh, Group. Oh, Blue Man Group. And that I was, walked, that was a good from, one. I
3: walked something like 38 blocks, mm. um, which was madness.
0: And a little bit like sozzled.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I think I walked with it with you and then I was like, oh, where are we going next? Born in Johannesburg. Okay. And you graduated at the Cape Town, at Cape Town University. Mm-hmm. And of course you have been, you're probably the most lauded actress in South Africa. Uh, the Meryl Streep of South Africa, if you had to really go there, but let's. She's the Fiona Ramsey of America. <laughs> uh, correct. I know, I know. It's shocking that I do that. She's the Fiona Ramsay of America. And you look at from heart, from your TV roles from hard copy to, um, things like Justice for All. And then you appeared in, uh, Hapgood and, and uh, we just start with, that's with, with just, um, TV. And then we look at your, your theatre credits, uh, that, that, From talking heads to the real thing to to your Shakespearean work, Um, you're here to talk about this phenomenal show that's coming back, that has come back, which is I believe is just rocking. And then we look at other things that you've done, like like thoroughly modern Millie, and that's that's a musical. And then we look at the voice training that you do and the uh, the training that you do to both local actors and international actors with accents and uh, with performance. And are Added to that on Monday Fiona goes back to university <laughs> Oh wow Not, not that I she's going be in university I multi,
3: a multi-millionaire All you the things be. I do But you know I'm not But
0: Well you know There's always time <laughs> Lottery tickets oh. <laughs> Um, And then of course You, you go back to teach Yeah uh, On Monday um, So How did this all begin? Where did the spark begin?
3: I think like a lot of uh, youngsters, especially young girls, they want to be ballet dancers. You know, mm. a lot of girls are kind of like drawn in but to the world of tutus and all of that. So I did ballet. And then, well, fortunately or unfortunately, it was at a time when they were measuring people at a very early age to see whether they would ever become dancers. And they use this technique in China and Russia because it's state funded. So they don't want to spend state funds on people that are never going to... You know, be real mm. dancers
0: They're going to be slightly robust
3: <laughs> Slightly robust And uh, in the back <laughs> A lot <large laughs> The <laughs> back of the stage So I was devastated I mean, I was about 10 years old So then I did Spanish dancing And it was, I think, a natural progression Spanish dancing And then I went to school And we didn't do drama in those days I was in the dark ages at school Where drama wasn't a subject So I did it extramurally And it just seemed... I don't, it just sort of un, you know, unfolded. I think there's one thing that I can say when people say, how do you manage to do all these things? When a door opens, you've got to go through it. Mm. I learned that quite early on because we are all kind of sometimes a little bit cautious or fearful and say, oh, well, I'll do that when I'm ready and I'll do that when I'm ready. And I realized that I was waiting too long to do it because when I came out of university, I remember going to SABC and um, auditioning uh, to be a presenter. Of an arts program, and they laughed at me. They said, "You're far too young." Well, look how it's changed. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you know, what well, that's what I'm saying. Did you go back and say I'm the right age now. No, I uh, know uh, <laughs> the trends. You know, change all the time. You mm. never know what's going to happen, and I think that's why I say a door opens, just go through it. I mean, I remember the first time I did dialogue coaching; I'd never done it before. Okay. I had no idea. I went onto that movie set, and off I went. And what, what movie was it? It was Beat the Drum. Um, which was a film about a little boy and it was a story about HIV and um, awareness and it was a lovely little story but I remember I went up and the um sound man was Nico Lowe who I've worked with subsequently a lot mm. but he's quite a gruff, brilliant, brilliant sound man and I walked up and I said excuse me, can I have some earphones and he said What kind of dialogue coach are you You don't bring your own headphones And I went Oh I thought Oh I'm really Anyway He was just ragging me
1: Did you say Usually they supply them (laughs) Uh, Usually they do For me (laughs) I am Except You have to pull diva
0: Meryl Streep is the Fiona Ramsey Of the United States of America Don't forget that dear.
3: But you know what I also think about Doing all these things I think they keep you Kind of humble Mm. Because You know Although I'm quite well known On the stage um, And I'm now well-known as a dialogue coach, but when you first go into it, it's like learning a whole new thing. You know, mm. I'm, you go into academia, I'm not really top dog in academia by any means. So, you know, I will be. <laughs> of course you will be.
0: Because you, you, you were studying as well.
3: Well, I'm doing my PhD at the moment. You are doing PhD. Yeah. Are you still doing it? Um, so you, well, I've just started, really. Okay. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. And what is your PhD in?
3: It's actually on uh, voice. Okay. So, it's, it's going to sound quite posh, but um, it's... You know, um, the, uh, are the perceived changes? Can mm. the perceived changes in v- the voice? You know, we, we, when an actor trains, you can hear that the voice gets better. Are these substantiated by aerodynamic and measurements? And if they are. So I'm looking right at the at the vocal cords, and I'm measuring them with strobes and all mm. sorts of things, which is work I do with, with Dr. Lance Marin, mm-hmm. where I rehabilitate actors' voices. Okay, so he's, it's ca- he's put a camera in my throat before. actually. Has he? Has yes. he really? I've had uh, I've had the privilege. <laughs>
1: yeah. Really? So I wonder what he was... found down the throat.
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of nonsense talk, that, perhaps. Um, so. So, you, you remember Nathan from Project Fame?
3: God, oh my goodness, you So Sorry,
0: I have a beard now and glasses and I'm yes. very old. I knew you! Go so, on. you so you, so, so my so, so, so this is Nathan, um, uh, Jonathan. Yeah, she, Ross, he
1: knows me as Jono. Now, the, the
0: reason he changed his name is because you go to Jonathan Ross in, uh, in the UK, that has Who could pro-
1: probably use your services because he can't <laughs> pronounce his ass. John- yeah. Jonathan was. It's an important part. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, and of course, uh, we look at your career, which is so interesting because you had uh, Lone Hill mm. Estate, which was top band, and now uh, the Swing City, which is going all over South Africa and the world with Luiso and with Graham Watkins, creating swing songs, and of course.
1: We're going to make you sing for Fiona. you got to do a
0: Fiona, we're going to put in some tests. Should we do that?
1: For I have such a fond memory of, of working with you, Fiona, on Project Fame, actually, when we were sitting in the dance room and I had to sing that song, Weeping by Bright Blue. And, uh, she sat there and she was going over the lyrics with me and helping me just understand the song. And it was quite amazing because often these singers in these singing shows, they go and they just, sing the song and try to sound like the artist or just, you know, do whatever they do. But to actually understand the lyrics. And Fiona taught me that, like, connecting with the lyrics is one of the most important parts of singing. And it really, I mean, I've, I've never forgotten that, actually. Oh, wow. yeah,
3: so But that was quite an extraordinary experience because you used to yes. arrive to go and, you know, go into the house for a certain session. And as you'd go in, you'd go into the control room, you'd sort of see what was going on and someone would pull you aside and say... Listen, it's hangover boring in there. Go in and make someone cry. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's really boring and there's, you know, it's not great television, so go and make someone cry. And, um. That sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was quite challenging in a way because you had to be aware of what was, had happened before so that you didn't just continue the same, you know, mm. same sort yeah. of thing. But I, I loved that. And I think that had, I think there should have been a second season. I really do. I think it yeah, would have I, really ca- ca- caught on. I think
1: it may have been boring TV just because, like musicians, everyone has this, you know, association with musicians that they take drugs and have, you know, crazy sex all the time. And <laughs> that we we got I'm in sure there, some and, do. and all we wanted to do was sit and play soft guitar music or write write lyrics down and things like that. And they were trying to, yeah, I okay, can't drink the tequila, drink the tequila, come have sex under the piano, come yeah, do something. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's not really what music is like. Because <laughs> <Or laughs> you have to perform in reality. <laughs> Again, a,
0: a, a phenomenal career I mean, Look at this All of a sudden you, you're on a reality show Project Fame You're doing uh, top dramas D- Discuss what is your best What is your favorite art uh, Art form Within this, uh, within the genre. You
3: see, I, I don't think that you can ever take away from a live performance that experience mm. of a live performance. So theatre will always remain something. I met Judy Dench when I was 18 mm-hmm. and I went backstage as only an 18 year old can do with huge confidence. And I said to her, um, you know, I didn't even call her Miss Dench. I said, you know, Judy, what fascinates me is why you haven't done as many movies as Maggie Smith. Well, if I'd been Judy Dench, I would have said, get out. <laughs> but she was very gracious and she said, Because she said, I understand the medium of theatre. And why I'm uh, telling this story is because it's exactly what I feel. She said, go and get yourself into a television series back in South Africa or some telly. Remember the experience. And then when it comes out, lock yourself in a room with whatever you need be it gin or drug, (laughs) whatever you need. (laughs) And don't let any, and watch and see if what you were experiencing on that stage is captured accurately. Because she said on stage, you can, you know, when an audience is bored, you speed up, you, you know, you're very engaged yeah. with the, or, or you try and change track, but with television, very often, what you're feeling and you see the product, it's, it, it's, it doesn't, you know, you, it doesn't feel, it doesn't reflect what you're feeling, so. Look at her now. I mean, mm. she should, so so she locked herself in a lot of rooms and watched herself. Uh, exactly. Look,
0: look what she's. You know,
3: she's but um, so I think theatre always theatre. But the other mediums feed into it. I think you can. You're a better actor when you direct, and you're a better director when you act. You're a better dialogue coach if you act. You know, they all feed into one another. I think that's my strength as a dialogue coach is that I understand actors. I actually understand. I can see if someone's wrong, and I should go in and say, it's not. Whatever, um, um, it's you know you put out, and you can see that the actor's not receptive. They're going through something. They're dealing with a technical issue. A lot of other dialogue coaches aren't really aware of that.
0: Our very special guest in studio, Fiona Ramsey. Uh, uh, we'll talk about her show, Blonde Poison, which is on at uh, Daphne Daphne's spot. Which is the? Is it the, the Nelson Mandela Theatre on the square? It's
3: the Auto in General. Auto and General Theatre on the square. I, I get, it, it, in, it, oh, Nelson Mandela it, Square it, is where it, it
0: is. Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah. I, I check the branding's changed often, so but it's it is
3: actually it's, Auto in General should be really lauded because they've been, I think they've um, supported it for about four or five years now, Very, maybe, uh, maybe even longer. I don't know.
0: And of course, we've seen some great work, some schoolwork come through there. You've seen, uh, a lot of comedy come through there. You've seen one, one woman shows and one men shows. And it's, it's, it's great. But you
3: know, it's extraordinary because the, 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 I did Miss Dietrich Regrets there and Doubt. Yes. We mm. were part of a season. At, uh, and, um, I mean, it's, and I won the Lady Awards for it. Mm. And it was, I mean, it's really, I think she also does extraordinary work in supporting theater. She's one of the few producers left. If
0: I'm not wrong, correct me. In that year of the Naledi, you won for both. For both, am I right? Yeah. You you won best actress for both. You twice, won a double. Yes. Uh, no, she won that. B- she was nominated twice in the same category and then won both of the awards. So.
3: But it was fascinating because I was working in on the Dark Tower with Idris Elba mm. and Ma- Malcolm McConney, and Matthew McConaughey. and I, so I was out in the sticks in Cape Town. And Dawn said, "You have to come. You have to be here." So I was, I had to get up at three o'clock in the morning, get driven to the airport. I got here and as I did all my things, got to the theater and they, the announcer said, and this year we have a tie. And I promise you, I nearly exploded because I thought if I've come all this way to tie with, with, someone, a, with <laughs> someone else, I mean, then, you know, I didn't, and they said you tied with yourself. So it all changed. She tied, yeah, wow. <laughs> tied with herself. Okay. Yeah.
1: Try to do that, Hussein
0: Bolt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is uh, CliffCentral.com. My name's Alan Ford with the one and only Nathan Rowe. Thanks for coming. The family really appreciated.
2: it. Oh, Stephen, I'm so sorry for your loss.
0: Thanks, Hilda. You were always there for us.
2: People say time is a good healer, but when my Avi passed, I sold some of his possessions and it really helped speed up the healing process. Uh, uh? Uh-huh. Like your grandfather's house in Camp's Bay.
3: I beg your pardon?
2: I'd be happy to help you heal, of course.
3: Oi, oh, hey. uh, now isn't a good time I
2: know, what a time to be talking property A buyer's market, please Excuse me,
0: I'm, I must go and see my boba
2: Yes, yes, of course She needs you now more than ever Yes hey? Oh, hey. All alone in that big four-bedroomed house With off-street parking And a borehole, was it? Some people just can't stop themselves That's why the new Volkswagen
0: Golf 7 Comes with brake assist Volkswagen we make the future real. <laughs> I like that ad, actually. It
3: comes as a surprise it's for a what it's for. Such a
0: surprise. <laughs> I thought that was, its exactly how you want to do it. Yeah. In the, it was theatre and then a car. It's very good. Um, Fiona Ramsey, an incredible life, incredible uh, story, incredible journey. Tell me about, um, some of the, the great, uh, Stars you've worked with Let's move abroad And that you've trained You mentioned Matthew McConaughey So the ago.
3: first person that we trained Was here for Stunder Was um, Thomas Jane mm. Thomas Jane and... Um, Dexter, Dexter somebody or other. And, um, That's, and I know, I, can't, I just call Dexter Fletcher. Um, it's
1: actually still one of the best South African accents I've heard out of it. Uh, he's, is he Australian, Thomas Jane? Or no, American. No, yeah. and he nailed it. But you see,
3: that was also, was one of the, the, the first things that I did. And it was very interesting because I was so determined to get it right. I, I, I'm not, not that I'm not determined to get it right now, but budgets have um, reduced. So what they end up doing is you do a lot of pre-production. But really where the actor needs you is on set 24 hours. You've got to be with the person the whole time. Mm. So, um, And then I worked with Tim Robbins and yes. Derek Luke. And Tim Robbins was wonderful, really. And I went to California. You see, now you just do it on Skype. In oh, those wow. days, you had to go there. So I spent three weeks in California training Tim Robbins. And then went back to do the ADR Now when you do ADR You're in your own home mm. Or in a studio here You know
0: So things have I mean it's Technology has changed Well But but I do think that Personal interaction is really important
3: I, I, mean, some I think di- it's more important you know, Some directors still insist um, Philip Noyce who's I've worked with three times He still insists on Trying to get budget To get you to America um, or, wherever, or London Wherever they're doing mm. it, The post-sync So that was the next thing I did um, I've worked with Orlando Bloom Yes. And he's got a really good South African accent in, um, City of Violence, it's called, uh, with Forrest Whitaker. Mm. Um, Forrest Whitaker had a different coach. Um, who else have I worked with? Uh, Idris Elba. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Idris Elba is amazing. Mm-hmm. Naomi, I've worked with Terence Howard, who's now in Empire. I've worked sure. with um, Jennifer Hudson. Um, I've worked with Don Cheadle. I've worked with Nick Nolte. So you know, after
1: as you, Ellen, <laughs> of the name
0: dropping. No, You <laughs> tried. It's, earlier. it's not name dropping. It's just you're working with these people. These are, these are
1: people are people.
0: Yeah, they need you. Actually, they need you.
3: Well, she, Nick Nolte. <clears throat> I was doing a show at the <clears throat> time, My Brilliant Divorce, and Nick Nolte used to phone me at three o'clock in the morning. Hey, Fiona, it's Nick here. Uh, how do you pronounce this word again? I said, Nick, I'm going to be on set in three hours. And I was flying up and down from Cape Town. It was a crazy <laughs> time. But you know, that they, they, that's what they do. They phone you in the middle of the night. You theirs, you know. I
0: like, wow. <laughs> but it, 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 it's, it is crazy. Did you do Invictus? I, no, no. Okay, strange. No. Cause I thought those accents weren't the best.
3: I didn't do Invictus, well I, and am um, with Sir Leonardo in Blood Diamond, mm. right, someone else coached him and then I was called in and I, I thought his accent was really bad, but I was called in but it didn't really help at all. What,
1: what is it about the South African accent that's so hard for, cause I mean, I I hear them doing, Um other, other accents from around the world and they're usually spot on. And then you hear the South African... Is it just because we're South African and we can... No, difference?
0: no,
3: no. The South African accent is almost impossible. And it's also because we've got so many... so m- many languages feed into one accent. We've mm. got so many different accents. But even within one accent, you've got sounds that come from somewhere else. And the, 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 one, the, the thing that I've noticed, if you take the, the phrase... And forgive me, because it's the only one I can think of. Shit a brick. <laughs> okay. Okay, if you take that. Shit a brick. Yes. The I in shit is different to the eye in brick. Can you hear? <laughs> yes. So what happens is they don't differentiate that because it's hard, that you can only learn by rote. So they say shit a brick. Okay. Can you see? Yeah. They make oh. both the same or they say shot a brick which ah. doesn't exist, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay. So can Eyes you see? <laughs> it's a, it's, okay. it's actually quite interesting. Very.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah, shit a brick. And
3: also they hear everything like they will say Orlando Bloom actually had been trained before he came here. Mm. And he would say, they think that instead of saying car, give me the keys to my car, they say, give me the keys to my car. There are some that may say that in, then, in
1: Brackpan. I've uh, heard but, that but before. <laughs> the thing,
3: yes, but the thing is that if someone else is doing it, as a, if someone really talks like that, so that's the trick about teaching accents. Mm. If someone really talks like that. Nobody from outside can really talk like that. You have to modify it because otherwise it just sounds put on. It's mm. quite interesting what you can get away with.
0: Yeah, you can do a few impersonations. Yeah. Let's come. Let's let's get a couple. Let's get a couple. Give me give me five of your greatest. impersonations. I, I really
3: don't know. I really don't know what that would be. I really don't know. So, so,
0: you can do lots. Do something. I
3: don't, I don't know what. Do. Misses me. What I just say. I mean, I just did Nick Nolte. For I, know, you. I
0: loved it. That's what I thought. You got more <laughs> stuff. I'm trying to.
3: Well, another interesting thing that I did is I worked on The Giver, uh, which is a movie with Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep yes. and I trained, um, I think I trained the, the, the girl. And anyway, I played, because Meryl Streep was only available for five days, mm. and she was a hologram in the film for most of it, I was Meryl Streep for all the filming. So I was dressed like her, and I acted with all the other actors, and mm. she arrived when all the other actors had gone and acted to them. So I phoned her and I said, "I'd like to know um, what do you, how you want to deliver the lines. What is you go, you're going to do with the character? You know, uh, is there anything you want me to do?" Um, and she said, "Oh no, really, I'm working on a movie at the moment, and I, I haven't even thought about it." And uh, <laughs> so I said, "So I'll just do what I want, should I?" And then she she she's quite a, a clever lady, but so she had to do her entire filming. To me in her ears My guide track Okay And actually wow. If you watch Meryl Because of the timing mm. If you watch it She uses a register That she's never used before And I think it's because I was in her ears it's, Isn't that extraordinary it's, isn't that, It is extraordinary yeah. So things like that I mean that's an extraordinary thing to, mm. you know, to do
0: She came to South Africa To do that Yes Okay And uh, interesting experience I was walking in the waterfront And I saw this woman With a cap on um, And she so I thought Gee was that I know she, you're going to say she, she reminds me of this This uh, at this In the, in the waterfront thought uh, this reminds me A lot of this Of Mill Streep In that Kevin Bacon movie When she's When she's in the, oh, uh, the river and I, In the river Yeah and I, and I said to that looked I said Excuse me I don't mean to be rude <laughs> Never Are you Mill Miss Streep She said Yes exactly I said What a pleasure to meet you She said oh, Can I ask you I've got family at home I said It's a pleasure to meet you too uh, What are the best African hats to buy With a different <laughs> In the market In the waterfront yes. I said oh, You get them that And those are outstanding You must get this The rings are great <laughs> That is a five minute a wonder, What a fantastic What an.
1: night But she walks in she, I mean she's just a normal person mm. I mean People are people. And you'll hear, Fiona, in It's Complicated, the movie she did, her register was actually quite different because of her interaction with Alan, actually. She, <laughs> she played that a lot more
3: camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sure. you, know who I, you know who I recently worked with? I was in the movie with Charlize that Sean Penn directed. Mm. And it's very interesting because the same dialogue coach coached her in a South African accent because she can't do a South African accent anymore. Oh, wow. Okay. So. But uh, when we were on set, she used to say, Come, let us you know. And then she'd say, Franklin, stop doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was – it was, so, and he taught her. And it was really interesting because I was playing a French person. And she comes across to me and she has to say, um, Beatrice, I want these vials tested or test this blood. And she says, Beatrice, can you just test this blood for me? <laughs> she sounds wow. Australian. I mean, <laughs> it's like – it's so crazy. But she was great to work with.
0: The incredible wor- world that we're in, mm. that you're in, mm. um, and and it's all about interaction, interacting with talent. I mean, that's what it's about. Mm. It's about great talent, and it, uh, and I mean, you, you look at South African talent. And when you did Thoroughly Modern Millie, you Craig Albani, and it's, it's that was Samantha. one of the, that show yeah, and, I could yeah.
3: have run in for the rest of my life. It was a you know, there's some shows that are just happy shows and delightful shows, and everybody was good, and it was really like. But there was a fascinating thing from that movie, The Last Face. I was driving. I was playing a Madison Sans Frontier. I had Xavier Bardem in the car, Jean Reno, uh, Jared Harris, who's uh, Richard Harris's son, and Charlie's Theron. And Sean was on the walkie-talkie, Sean Penn, saying can you just take the car a little faster, or just just a smidge. And I said, I've got <laughs> talent in the back here yeah. that's <laughs> worth something like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. And, you and know, what happens? It, and, kill it. But it was it was. And so we sat in this car talking and loving. Xavier Bardem is an extraordinary. Penelope Cruz came with their little and the beautiful children, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, what?
0: Yeah. Well, again, look at this life. Yeah. But what have you learned from from
3: this? From all these people? Have you? Because, for example, I, I found that people are just people. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I think you learn, I think the more human in a way, and the more empathetic you are, the better actor you are. And you find that the more down to earth you are, the better, you know, it, it, people, I worked with Marissa Tomei, um, and, uh, she was a little difficult in terms of, you know, not coming out, not out on time, not liking costumes, that sort of thing, which, you know, an actor's, but it actually makes you a, it makes it makes the process a lot harder for yourself. Mm. That's what I've learned. You know Denzel. I worked with Denzel. Mm. You know the easier you know the easier it is. The the more malleable you are and say no, we can do it again. The better. All this tantrum stuff actually just gets in the way of your own talent. Mm.
0: Good point. Mm. And irritates everybody else. Yes. And you end up actually with someone like Chuck Lure. Going, uh, actually, you're fired You're fired <laughs> yeah. from two and a half minutes Bye bye <laughs> yeah. No, no, we won't work yeah. with you again No, that's how they do it yeah. Well, you can't mm. you know, If you've ever worked with poor talent Not with, with badly behaved talent mm. And it irritates the rest of the the, um, the ensemble And most the the process the process
3: I think it's uh, a fine line Because you know Production companies Will try and squeeze As much out of uh, Out of you no. know Performance because Because of the budget Because of money So it's a fine line That you kind of You you know You don't Don't take me for granted But at the same time Be malleable It's yeah. quite a fine line to tread Now
0: let's look at Your personal life Tell us a couple of things uh, Tell us what, what don't people know about you You're a
3: godmother To many children I've got quite a few godchildren, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I mean, I'm, I'm very close to. She's um, a fairly godparent. <laughs> I'm very fairly. I've I've got a lot of very close 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 friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have Shabbos every Friday night, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, you could call it Anglican Friday night or Shabbos <laughs> or whatever, where people would come come around But because of my now, because of how hard I'm working, it hasn't happened for a while. So I've and I, what a lot of people might not think about me, I go to the bush a lot. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of form of relaxation. I used to go out with a guy who trained tigers. Um and you know, I I've, I've had
0: had difficulties love in this industry because again, I mean you used to I don't know are you single at the moment? No, don't, don't, oh, no, don't answer <laughs> the question. Okay, don't be personal, Ford. Ford behave. Uh, you like lucky having made you sing. No, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I'm not going to sing. I know. But Here we to talk it. about blonde poison. Yeah, we're going to, are going to do it in a moment. But, but, um.
3: I was married. I mean, I was yeah. married. Mm. Um, I know I've had, that. An, in a, you know, lots of relationships. I think that. Is, uh, is it difficult? I think in our, in the, in the business where you go away for three months, mm. you know, on location for three months and that sort of thing, it's very difficult to sustain a relationship mm. unless it's, the person is very, very secure in what they do. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, I, I don't know, I suppose I, I find living with people I don't think human beings were meant to live with people <laughs> okay. but, you that's know a, it's, not, a, a, it's a great I observation mean, um, All time Jack goes. Nicholson Jack Nicholson re- always refused to live with any of the people that he you know that he was involved mm. with and I think it's a it's it's a good thing it keeps you know the the relationship interesting uh, there's a kind of a distance and it it becomes something that you want to do rather than that you have to do
0: Also, because someone's getting up just practically at 7 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, and you've come home at midnight after a show.
3: And then I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning when I'm working on a film set. A film set, so so it's, it's,
0: it's It I, I just practically can make... A yeah.
3: dog is a man's best friend yeah. and a woman's. <laughs>
0: well, unless you're going away for three months and <laughs> the poor dog is suffering. So you've got to be very careful. That's why I'm a cat man. Because
1: mm-hmm. you, Cats, can, you yeah. can basically leave them. They'll fend for themselves. Well, no, just yeah. We're going to discuss Blonde Poison uh,
0: as we close the show. Um, but uh, I w- but uh, what is that song that, that, um, uh, that you sang with, uh, with Fiona in Project Fame?
1: I didn't sing it with her. She well, was What was the song? That, that, it was "Weeping" by Bright Blue. Okay, now, you, now you have to get find the song. I actually, I actually remember the um, <clears throat> the director of the show coming to me and telling me when I did it for TV. We do these pre shoots, and I sang the song, and she was like, um, "You know, this this song is so deep and meaningful, and it's part of South African history, and you have to be careful with the uh, you know, as well." So, kind of reinforcing what you had told me the day before, and uh, years after I I was working in the industry and I met the guy that produced the track. He was sitting... You know, pulling the faders for the band while they were recording. And I was like, oh wow, was it like quite a spiritual experience recording that song? And he's like, yeah, if by spiritual experience, you mean everyone got really high and drunk and uh, <laughs> <laughs> bashed out a song? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh. Okay. So you know will, I will, like please stay sober and bash out the
0: song.
2: Uh, <laughs> Get well, it. I'll have to find it. Why find it. Find it. I'm going go to go Blonde Poison. Thank
0: yeah. you. Go. That's why prep yourself. Get ready. You know me by now. Um, blonde Poison. An interesting piece. T- Basically, for people that haven't seen it, what is it about?
3: It fundamentally follows the life story of a woman called Stella, Stella Goldschlach, who was um, eighteen in 1940 in Berlin. Mm-hmm. So you can you know you can imagine, um, and she was a German Jewess, who was blonde with blue eyes, and so she made, took full advantage of that, and survived. She uh obviously became a spy or a greifer as they call it, a catcher mm-hmm. who catches um catches Jews, turns them in, uh and delivers them to 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 be exonerated so that you don't go. Um her parents she and she keeps on saying through the play, I did it to save my parents. And ultimately, she has a child that's taken away. She spent 10 years in a Russian prison. She spent years in a prison in Brit- in Berlin mm. when they discovered she was Jewish. And then she made pacts with the devil, I suppose, the Nazi officers. But more importantly, I think what the play highlights is it's a kind of warning of what's happening across the seas. I think mm. the rise of kind of popularist, nationalistic fervor is always dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the most important, I think is also what is happening to immigrants in the world. If they'd kept their doors open, America and Britain, they might have averted the scale of the Holocaust. They Mm. wouldn't have averted it, but they just closed their doors. And that's happening to Syrians, to people fleeing war-torn countries. Mm. And I think uh, uh, people have to reimagine what 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 it is to be human. I mean, in the play, look, um, she doesn't apologize for what she did. She doesn't ask for forgiveness. She's not... You know, she's just straight direct, and I think that's the brilliance of the piece. It's candid. What has been next, she's a, she's a good person who did a bad thing. It doesn't make her bad, but it doesn't make the bad thing good. Do you know know what I mean? She's just in a situation. And survival. Survival. I mean, she, there's one point she she says in the play, how can we know what you either do to stay alive until you are truly asked? I know this now, that for most of us, the answer is anything.
0: You know. Well, it's alive. It's it it reminds you of that situation in the Andes when they you would never think a human being would like to eat another human. Exactly. Their friends, Mm
3: -hmm. they
0: ate their friends because they were starving.
3: I think also. Or they were
0: going to die.
3: Incredible about it is you know people say well I don't know nothing about World War Two. Does it only appeal to old people? Every single person in the world has some memory or notion of what. The Holocaust was, Mm. whether they've just seen A swastika, whether they've seen Mm. that thing Of shoes, Mm -hmm. whether people can relate It to the Rwandan genocide, all that sort of stuff So it's amazing To apartheid Yes, to uh, to To apartheid and How many spies there were, you know, during Mm. the Apartheid regime and how regimes use that But it's, what it is Is We have young and old people coming to see it And it's extraordinary, look, a lot Of people that come and see it have parents That were Uh, In that situation Or grandparents People said You sound I could just see my granny You know And the man last night said uh, You were my mother You know It's amazing that And um, so it touches a lot of people But I think it's an important piece And it's not without humor That's the bizarre thing Mm. You know Think it's like really heavy And mm, Obviously But there's a certain There's humor in it That you almost laugh In spite spite of yourself In Mm. the audience And it's Uh, very gripping
0: And it's a one-woman show
3: It's a one-woman show And it was written by my sister-in-law Who wrote Miss Dietrich Regrets And so I Her her mother It's based sort of on her mother Even though it's based on a real person Mm. And so I can hear Ruth's voice so I know her quite well, so mm-hmm. that helped a lot, you know, helped a lot with the reality. And of course, Jana violante and I have been yeah. working for a long time together. She's now in Salzburg, um, but um, and it was a phenomenal experience. And I don't think that it'll stop here. I think it'll go on. I hope it does. The Holocaust Center wants us me to do a, a performance. And, and maybe you go to the
0: UK. And I mean, you've mm-hmm. done, you, you can do anything all over the world. Yeah. You can. Um, so the show
3: runs until the seventeenth of February,
0: which is divine. Does it go to Cape Town? I doubt it. Okay, not now No but, but, yeah. I
3: was actually recently in America I did Sweet Bird of Youth mm. The Tennessee Williams play In Provincetown In a festival in Provincetown And that's going to Cape Town okay. So it's harder for me to travel Because I'm at Witz like, ah, correct, of yeah. course, because you're yeah. teaching. Yeah,
0: cause you, you. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> so don't miss it. It's happening at the, uh, as I said, the Auto and General Theatre on the Square. It's at Nelson Mandela Square. Of course, if you don't know, it's Daphne's place. <laughs> we love Daphne. Daphne Kuhn, and of course, it's Fiona Ramsey in Blonde Poison, which everyone must go and see. I am going to. See, I cannot wait to see this. By the way,
1: I, I, I cannot. And the next. Sorry, the next time we speak to you, will you be Doctor Fiona Ramsey? Dr.
3: Fee Doctor. Look, It might be a long time But someone said Why do you want to do your, your doctorate I said because I want to Have a television program Called Dr. Fee <laughs> And discuss communicating Communication things really? and Speaking you know, easy And, and with of Dr. course Fee.
0: You, you do know your producer Is Alan Ford You know we've done enough Talk shows in our lifetime To do this Okay Just throwing it out there Okay so now I need you to It's been some time It's been how many years Since Project Fame? Oh, cheap is 15? 15. 15 years. So, let's <laughs> see, let's see how he's done. Uh, Fiona, Fiona's gonna judge you now. Well, uh, um, and, and we wanna hear the vocal, we wanna see how he does this. He did it for you, you prepped him for it 15 years ago. Uh, uh, Nathan Rowe for Fiona Ramsey, your, your judge and mentor, please take it away. I'll try and sound exactly
1: like the original.
0: Such a cheat Such a cheat <laughs> I okay. thought
3: you did really well yeah. Thank you
0: Thank you I, <laughs> Such a cheat You know cheat.
1: I, I had to look at my inflection My elocution
0: okay. Okay. So you have prep Next week you'll be singing that song I'll have Fiona on the line We'll give it another the show And we're going to punt the show again next week You'll be on Fantastic. the line Fantastic. Okay Fantastic. I know and, you, and, I, and I want you to say yay or nay Okay we're opening the show with you and okay. Just before your lectures Okay I know
1: you're generally You're lecturing at 9 o'clock
3: okay. <laughs> Definitely
0: I
1: know Shocking there you little cheat well, you know, you've got to do what you need to do to survive. And
0: we
3: make everybody
1: what the theme of the show is
0: all about. <laughs> okay. Fiona, I wanna just say that uh, we look forward to see the, the more the more magnificent work that you're gonna do um over the the next the You haven't again. seen Blonde Poison. No. You
3: must come and see I'm it. I'm going to come yeah. and see it. You must you I must. couldn't
0: get to the last run, I was away. Yeah. And then um You were in Cape Town. No, nah, I okay. just just got back late last night.
3: You said so. your mother told you that as you Develop more grey hairs You're starting to look like George Clooney I and know I agree I, I, I just wanted to say this
0: That <laughs> <and> I agree <laughs> Only a mother's love And only Fiona's <laughs> love Fiona Ramsey I must tell you You are a star And um, you, and you uh, I want to leave you On this okay. note Is that to empower Other people With a gift of their craft To improve their craft Is I think The most important job That anyone could have Besides just being on stage We thank you
3: Thank you, and lovely to
0: see you again. Lovely to see you. The one and only Fiona Ramsey. Do not miss Blonde Poison at the uh, General Theatre at the Square, Daphne's Place. Please buy your tickets and go and see it. It's going to be brilliant. Fiona Ramsey, thank you for joining us. Nathan Rowe, we'll see you next week, honey. Cheers, Alan. You're looking good, because guess what? This is The Unview, because we're the thin, the rich, and the fabulous, and maybe slightly delusional. (laughs) The Unview. (laughs) The thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.